hot horse. Well, if you are, guys, this week is for you. Hi there, guys. My name is Lorna, and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success, where we create audio horse riding lessons that you can download and you can pop them onto your phone or you can download them onto your phone uh, or using your phone and then listen to them on your own horse in the arena. Uh, we create these for people who, for whatever reason, don't have access to maybe regular riding instructors, although a lot of the people who listen do, and uh, they use this as a almost a, a backup and a reinforcement to what their uh, lovely riding instructors are teaching them as well. But yeah, if you're a bit um, location, well, location extreme, let's say, these might be for you. Um, and right now, we are busy looking for riders to take part in a three-month online program. It's going to start in May uh, 2015, and we are basically putting together a group. It actually started out that uh, we're, we're making some changes to Daily Strides. And last year we had uh, testers, beta testers in, and it was a great success. And it kind of started out, I thought, okay, let's get some fresh blood in here. Let's look at things from a little bit of a different perspective. And it started out as another beta test. However, it's kind of grown from that into uh, a whole community and program and where we're all going to get together week on week and work through some of our riding difficulties. We have riders who are have, well, I suppose, are seasoned riders, and then we have newbies in there as well. So it's a, it's a mix of all sorts. And if you think perhaps that you might be interested in getting involved, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash testers, T-E-S-T-E-R-S, and you can find out more about it there. And I must say, this past week, I've gotten so many lovely emails from people, um, and I thoroughly enjoy reading your emails. You're always more than welcome to send me emails. Um, yeah, so really, really excited about getting going with that. But guys, enough about that. Let's crack on with today. And today I want to talk, as I mentioned, about riding a hot horse. This is a real tongue twister for me, eh? my lazy Irish tongue. So you have to bear with me here on this one, okay? But um, yeah, have you ever been on a horse that uh, you kind of, you put your leg on just to say something very basic and my word, <laughs> it's like you're riding a projectile. It just like goes and there is absolutely no balance. There's no make, there's no shape. It is just this crazy horse. And the thing is they get heavier and heavier on your hand. You often end up then looking, well, it, all, let's just say all good sense and riding sense flies out the window and you end up, you're like hauling and it ends up in this giant tug of war that the more it goes, the more imbalanced it gets. And it's like you and your horse pitted against each other. Of course, you are not going to win. And often the speeds that are achieved are really not safe for the area that you've achieving those speeds in. Well, I think it's happened to a lot of people. And I think the thing is more, some horses are more inclined to be like that than others and it's a lot of different factors you can get a horse like that and a lot of different influences but the thing is when your horse is like that you need to begin and basically take it right back to the start and then start working towards uh, relaxing your horse and I think that's important a lot of people look at this that they have to slow the horse down but I don't think it's so much slowing down I think it's relaxation you're looking for now and what's important here is relaxation does not mean floppy and dead and slow and not going forward. Relaxation means that they are happy in their walk. If you could just imagine just for a second, a person, not a horse, a person who is walking like ramrod straight up. There's almost think army. They're marching. 
there's no relaxation going on there. You can see there's a lot of tension through their body. Now, imagine another person who you would almost use the term graceful for. So they're, they kind of stride with purpose along. Um, they're nice, they're tall, they're erect, they're walking. And yet they look so relaxed. That is what you're looking for. And that is how bodies work best. Um, so that's the that's kind of what you're looking for with your horse. Now, you know yourself, that you, I don't know if you've ever um, experienced when you're feeling a bit stressed out and you keep saying to yourself, relax, relax, relax. It absolutely does not relax you at all. And I think the same principle applies with a horse. And that's why um, we need to begin to work at this from the very, very beginning all over again and retrain, almost reprogram your horse's brain um, um, to have that first go-to being relaxed, okay? Now, what I would also say here is that when your horse becomes tense, it almost invites you to ride badly because um, generally what they do is they'll hollow their back, they might raise their head, and of course, then people raise their hands and they end up sticking their legs in front of them and it just... Oh. Horrible guys, vicious, vicious cycle. So, what's really important, and what I would say the very first thing to do here is to make sure that you are actually, first of all, you have an independent seat. And secondly, you have a good knowledge of how your legs should work correctly, uh, what you should do with your legs to ask different questions, and what your legs should be doing when you are not asking any questions. And from there, the next thing, obviously, is to have your horse checked over and make sure that there's nothing causing any discomfort or pain. You know, horses will run away from that, have um, any health or medical issues, maybe get a professional to check your tack and have his teeth seen to. There's a whole lot of different outside influences there that can cause this. But let's say you've done all this and you're like, okay, well, there's nothing causing this. It just seems to be how my horse is that when I put my leg on, he wants to shoot off. Well, this is what we're going to work on. Now, on Tuesday this week, actually, in the lessons, we're, we're going to be chatting more about specific position and then also what happens when our horse actually does begin to get faster and faster and uh, what happens with our position. Or I suppose it mightn't even be the speed factor. It could be the, the tension. And as your horse becomes more tense and more anxious, um, how our positions sometimes tend to go for a bit of a ball. So we're going to be chatting about that on Tuesday. But yeah, let's just assume now that you are sure that your position is fine and dandy. The first thing I would suggest doing is back to basics. And I think the real basic aid um, that's often overlooked is your voice aid. And what I would often suggest with this is that if you could get your horse into a lunge arena, or you can begin lunging your horse and actually really, really work your horse in the lunge. Now, begin using your voice to train your horse. And of course, I, I don't know if horses necessarily understand words, but they definitely understand tone. And how when I'm training horses and when we're working with horses, we always train them to the tone of our voice first, actually, when we're backing them. Um, and then from there, you put a rider on and it just makes the whole transition much easier for the horse. And they accept things a lot more. It feels like something at least is kind of normal and par for the course. And I think this is where you can use this with your horse as well. Now, the other thing that is fantastic about using the voice and as an instructor in the arena, I see this is when you're talking to your horse, 
you are breathing. Because often what happens is as your horse begins to get tense, you begin to get tense. And of course, it's this whole thing your horse picks up on you and you're beginning mirroring, mirroring each other. And you're getting more and more stiff and your horse is going, oh, Sherbert, what's going on? And uh, So when you're talking to your horse, you're breathing all the time, which of course relaxes you and keeps that oxygen going to those muscles, <laughs> which will help keep them nice and relaxed. So that's what we want here, okay? So lunging your horse and again you know lunging uh, I love lunging but I do think it has to be done correctly I don't suggest asking your horse to just run around you in a circle spend time actually I suppose learning how to lunge your horse correctly so as your horse is working and not only will your horse begin to then I suppose rely on your voice for some sort of a, a calming and more of a reassurance particularly if there's a bit of anxiety there the other thing is when your horse is lunging, he can begin to experience how, well, I suppose how comfortable and how enjoyable it can be to work correctly. And he can begin to do that without having the rider on board that perhaps is making the, the anxiety issue a little bit worse or making the tension issue a bit worse. And I know it's often the legs, okay? So once you've spent some time with that, the next thing that I would suggest doing is get out of the arena. Now, the reason I'm saying to get out of the arena is... Horses, particularly sensitive horses, they tend to overthink things and almost anticipate a little bit too much, okay? Now, a little bit of anticipation is not too bad, but when it becomes to the point where they keep thinking, okay, I must canter now, okay, I must canter now, oh, okay, I must canter now, and you're like, no, I want to walk, okay? That is not good. And sometimes getting out of the arena and onto some, if you have some quiet country roads or some lanes or some trails close by, it is super. Now, what I often find here is that if you can begin to do some trot work on those trails, so obviously you need somewhere that has fairly good footing. But it's much easier to get your horse to begin working in a, a, a kind of a long and a low frame, okay, relaxing the horse all over. And then later, and I know this isn't necessarily what you're looking for at the end game, but if you can begin to allow that to be more the status quo, when you get back into the arena, you can begin improving on that in the arena. Now, the other thing is all the time, keep focusing on regulating the tempo because it has a calming effect. It's almost like um, a little bit of a hypnotic effect, getting that tempo correct and just working on keeping the tempo all the time. And as I said, trot is super for this. So that's what I would concentrate on when we're out there. And sometimes if you have a friend ride with you or a horse that your horse enjoys being about, or maybe an old schoolmaster or somebody who's just trustworthy brave okay it'll help as well so that that's a good thing to think about there with that and what you would be looking for long term with that is that as he begins to relax you'll find the tempo might slow down a little bit and the stride might become a little bit longer and that's actually what you're looking for you're looking for that relaxation as I say later you when you get back into the arena you can begin to tidy it up now very, very important. In fact, the key to the kingdom is that you are consistently using your leg, okay? There is no point in doing this and keeping your leg off your horse, which is what we often do when we're riding a hot horse. We'll, we'll take our leg off the whole time and then we only use our leg when we want to do something and then our horse jumps away off of our leg and 
Ugh, it just doesn't work, guys. So what you need to do is you need to keep your leg on. Your horse needs to begin to realize that your leg being there is not so much of a bad thing. And your leg being on there by its side does not necessarily mean run forward at 700 miles an hour. So keeping your leg on all the time. And of course, earlier at the very beginning, I mentioned that you do have to have an independent seat and you do have to know how to use your leg. Um, you know, putting a novice or a complete beginner onto a horse like this is not really going to help the situation at all because generally their legs, through no fault of their own, only just, I suppose, a, a lack of practice, um, their legs do begin to move around and bang around a bit. And you don't really want that. Now, some people will actually say that um, you could work on desensitizing your horse's sides to the leg and, you know, kind of getting your horse used to rubbing your leg side by side. But I actually don't know if that's such a good idea because I think you can long-term lead to the fact that your horse becomes dead to your leg, which you don't want either, okay? So I don't know. I, I would just rather work on getting your horse used to having the leg there. And once you feel that when you're out on the trail, things are kind of, you, you, things are getting better and you've maybe mastered it, you, you've rounded a bit of a corner, um, I would then begin to take things back into the arena. Now, you might find that initially when you get back into the arena, your horse will just have that tendency to speed up or maybe fall onto the forehand lose the balance um, or else hollow their bag, put stick their head in the air. And by the way, um, can I just suggest running martingales? Okay, <laughs> just to just just for that little bit there. But um yeah, and you, you'll end up having a tug of war. But what you have to do is you need to keep trying to the aim of your game should be first of all using your voice, which now you've worked with your horse in, and secondly, trying to get back to where you were on the trail, but trying to achieve that in the arena. And of course it all comes down to this consistently applying the leg aids. Okay. Now what the the other thing with this is as soon as you get any sort of a positive reaction from your horse. So it doesn't matter how small it is, you have to acknowledge it, okay? And acknowledging it by maybe rewarding with the inside rein and then using your voice as well. But then equally as important is then once he's maybe you you asked for a half halt and your horse actually responded and came back slightly reward it and then allow him to move forward again. You don't want to actually break that forward movement or you don't want to untrain the forward movement you just need to have your horse more going forward correctly okay not running away from you he needs to be going forward with you you're a team okay and you're going together okay so it really really your your half halt you're going to have to kind of learn to gently insist on it and you know the thing with the half halt is the half halt has more to do with your legs and the seat than it has to do with your hands okay and this is often where we get a wee bit confused in the arena Um, we begin to maybe put too much pressure on our hands and of course that is the tug of war then your horse will lean on you and you lean back and you're not going to win okay you're, you're not going to out pull that but um yeah you need to make sure that you're using your leg and your hand and that your horse and of course with the half halt that your horse realizes that when you're half halting and using your leg there that actually means to balance things up and to steady things up a little bit okay and then from there you can begin to keep moving on uh, with the training methods as you go the other thing i would say is and i, I mentioned already these type of horses generally tend to uh, anticipate things so don't keep doing the same things over and over and over again um, and remember that when you're retraining your horse like this it takes months of work consistent work okay it's not going to happen overnight this 
is your you have to be in this for the long haul eh um okay guys i've gone way over time tomorrow we as i said we're going to be talking about position and also how to react when your horse changes their movement and changes how they feel underneath you um, and making sure that we don't kind of fall into that. We're also going to be chatting a little bit about tension and anxiety in the riders, which uh, we get a lot. And then Wednesday, we're going to be looking at different exercises you can do in the arena. Um, we're going to, I suppose, try and focus that excess energy into something more positive and more beneficial as opposed to just running laps of the arena. We don't want that. Uh, and also that we'll be chatting a little bit about that anticipation that I spoke about. And finally on Thursday, um, we're going to focus on transitions and some lateral movement because I think once we've got things, uh, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, that tempo, once you've got that, often the transitions can be the point where you can transition and your horse can transition from things going nicely to things turning a wee bit into a disaster. So we're going to be chatting about that. If you do want to get your hands on all this, you can pop over to www.stridesforsuccess.com and you can sign up there. There is a 30-day trial. However, I would absolutely love if you joined us in the tester program and you can do that by over there as well. So it's www.stridesforsuccess.com forward slash testers. Guys, have an awesome one and I will be back with you tomorrow. Be good. Bye.